don't know if he is a bookie still. Uh, he okay, was okay. A bookie. I know it's one you're talking about. Uh, Jimmy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we heard that. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, <laughs> big, big surprise of bookies named Jimmy. <laughs> The first thing I wanted to talk about was David Lipsky. Do you guys know, have you heard of that name before? No, I hadn't. And uh, I didn't get this bet in that you're talking about. Yeah. So <laughs> this bet, it got put out late at night. And um, I should check the other one. It was uh, it was actually, there was two bets that came through. But I don't like to, to tell everybody to bet two bets that are both winners. So it's for, just to let everybody know, it's for the Memorial Tournament. That's going on right now. The round three just ended. It's a plus 10,000. So the bet is David Lipsky to win. It was plus 10,000. At the time, it was after round one. He was minus three and the leader was minus six. And now he's minus six and he's tied with Rory McElroy. So he's probably going to be playing with Rory tomorrow. That's going to be tough. That's going to be tough yeah. to play with Rory at the Memorial on Sunday and to beat him. But it's plus 10,000 that we when we got it. And I just want to know if anybody out there, um, any of our uh, customers on Dub Club, if you, if anybody got this bet in, hit me up, text me. Everybody's got my number. Text me because I want to know. I hope at least one person got this bet in. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I saw it and I was like, those ones, you know, throw a couple, couple bucks on it. Like, whatever. It's not a huge deal. And because I told you that thing that happened with Pavada with me last week was which where they took all my money, uh, where it would be where I would place oh. that bet because that, that'd be one of the sites that I'll, would have that bet and bet online doesn't have it. Like after that first day starts, there's like basically just matchups left to bet on there. Is that right? Yeah. Cause I, I mean, I, I like all those long shots Me too. They're fun. <laughs> They're fun. Yeah. It's so I know I'm looking at Jake right now and Jake's like, he doesn't like, I don't, I don't like fun. I don't, no, like fun. I, I, don't I don't tell Jake about those bets. <laughs> if you find until, value until he's leading the tournament, <laughs> if you find value, go with it, man. I trust and, you. And so. there is value in yeah. it. And Oh, I wanted to check. So the other one, uh, was, um, oh, what's his name? Oh my gosh. I totally messed that you up. Bet before I... the tournament, not not before that. That was Siwoo Kim. So yeah. see, so that's interesting that you bring that up. So and because I'll tell Jake about a bet that we have, and this comes into a little bit later. This this kind of brings up the topic that I want to tell you, Chris. I want to blow up the show. I want to change. I want to get rid of the ten thousand dollar bankroll, and I want to add something else into it. Okay. And, but we're going to talk about that later. Okay. So I want to get rid of the $10,000. I know, I think you're going to like it because you're always pushing it towards the end of the show. Yeah, just not. Uh, I think uh, it's just it's such a long term strategy that talking about it every week, it kind of defeats the purpose of a long term strategy. Like if you were on a if you had an investment show and you had an investment that was five years out, you wouldn't talk about it on every episode. But I think it's good to upbeat day people on it unless you guys are completely getting rid of it. Okay, so to get back to the ten thousand dollar, the plus ten thousand, and I gave it one star. If you if you follow us, if you're a customer of us, you know that these long shots, I usually put them at one tenth or one fifth of a star, a point one unit yeah. that would be. But this one I gave one star uh, for a ten plus ten thousand. It was either between David Lipsky or Lee Hodges, and Lee Hodges is in second. 
and that was plus 30,000. Holy shit. And he's in second right now. Then there's Siwoo Kim. Chris, you mentioned Siwoo Kim. So um, just to give a little background, me and Jake, we we live in California. We can't do all these bets. That $10,000 bankroll is a is a um, hypothetical. It's not our actual bank account, but we are illegally now betting in the state of California. We've put together three bookies and uh, we're making illegal bets and we put together a $5,000 bankroll where we're placing bets. Now, now all the customers for You Bet Smart, they got the first round leader on Siwoo Kim. They, if you, if you got that pick, you, he didn't win in the first round, that one lost. But the only bet that our personal bank account got, Jake doesn't know this because I don't tell him about the big ones, <laughs> is Siwoo Kim. That I, I couldn't find on our bookies the first round leader. So I just bet him to bet to win the whole tournament. And it's plus 6,000. And um, David Lipsky and Rory McElroy are tied with Siwoo Kim oh, at minus six. I got the Kim bet in. But that's a first round leader bet. Did you oh, do it for the tournament? No, I didn't. I did it for the first round. Damn so, it. so yeah, all of our customers got yeah. the got the first round leader. We had to bet it as yeah. the whole thing because our bookies don't allow first round leaders. Yeah. So we got the whole tournament. So <clears throat> our customers want David Lipsky to win. We d- couldn't get that bet because it was on FanDuel. Okay. But we got Siwoo Kim. Okay. And they're both tied for the for the lead of the tournament with one of the biggest golfers in the history of golf. Wow, that's a big event. <laughs> so it's either Siwoo Kim and we win. It's either David Lipsky and our customers win or freaking Rory McIlroy makes us all sad. <laughs> Is it fucked up to say that I want Lipsky to win so all the customers want win so, instead of you guys? So you know what's weird? Is um that's not I think up. I want that. Yeah, I do too. I, I would rather them win. Yeah. Because I know that, like in the long run, our bank, this bankroll that we started, yeah. like it's gonna be fine. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, I want the I want the customers. I'm rooting for them too. Yeah. So that's why I want to know if anybody texts me, if any of our customers, you have my number. If you got that, I hope. If nobody got the bet in, then Siwoo Kim all day long. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> you know I mean? yeah. So I just want to know if anybody got the bet in. Like it's been kind of quiet. I I even want to like personally text everybody. Yeah. Did you get that in? Did yeah. you get that in? Yeah. But it's kind of like uh, poking at a, a scab. Like what if they didn't? And they're like, God, you guys have been in a little bit of a slump. And then now yeah. this can make. If he if David Lipsky wins and somebody got that in, it's a hundred units. So Jesus. it makes up for all of the. The last uh, six weeks, it we're back. We're reset back six weeks insane. ago. Jeez. So yeah. I hope somebody got it in. Yeah, yeah. And you also don't want to text him in case they did bet on it. And then he shits the bed and it's like talking about a no hitter when it's going on. You just like, That's don't, don't bring it up. So, and this comes out on Tuesday. So nobody's going to hear this till Tuesday and then they'll text on Wednesday. So maybe I'll just wait till he wins, and then I'll be like, "Hey, please tell me you got that in." Yeah, I think it's a good idea. Reach out to. I don't know. I don't but think then, what if they didn't? Yeah, get it in. then this is the opposite. No, so you can't yeah, reach out. Just yeah, yeah. So that's what maybe that's put, that's what's going on tomorrow. So we, yeah. I almost feel like, what do you guys? We might need to like watch this tournament. Dude, tomorrow. I want to watch that. I got what time? It's Memorial Tournament. So the leaders, I can check it out. They they went off. The leaders went off at ten thirty to this today. It'd probably be the same thing. 
Uh, yes. So, yeah. So it, it looks like it's going to be Rory. No, it looks like it's going to be David Lipsky. Yeah. Sorry. Rory McIlroy and Siwoo Kim are playing together. They go, go off at 1035. David Lipsky is the second to last group, which actually helps out David. He doesn't have to play with Rory. He's not in the last group. So that he, he has, he doesn't have as much pressure on him. He's playing with Denny McCarthy. They're going off at 1025. And then you got Victor Hovland's right behind him. He's tied with Lee Hodges, which is the plus 30,000. There's think- a, there's a lot of guys in the running. I mean, within the first, there's 13 guys within three str- shots. So like anything could happen, but, but uh, David Lipsky's playing really well. And he's, he's like set to pop. He was my Scotty Scheffler of last year, last year. I was betting Scotty Scheffler all the time and I was getting pissed off because for whatever reason, the telecast would never show him. And now he's the number one golfer in the world. And now they're, <laughs> and now they're showing him, but I would get so pissed off. I would text my dad. I go, dad, if Scotty Scheffler wins, I win $6,000 and they won't show him on TV. Like oh, what man. the hell is going on? Damn. Anyways, I don't, do you think it's a random coincidence that you got these two beers right before tomorrow's <laughs> event? I think it has something to do with it. So we got two beers. What we're doing is we are trying to fill out uh, the California uh, state here with all the beers. And the two beers that we got are Victory and Luck. Lucky Buddha. Lucky oh. Buddha, right? Is oh, that what it's called? Yeah. <laughs> It's hard. All right. You guys both this. got victories out there. Okay. So that's victory. And then Jake's got luck. It's yeah, lucky, lucky Buddha lucky and victory. Buddha. And that, those are the beers that we had for this week. And it could be, maybe that's, maybe that's it. I mean, if let's say he wins, like uh, we're going to have to buy like a, a big supply of those and drink at least one for every episode <laughs> we might have to just drink those beers yeah for the rest i know of the we'll just time. fill up that whole california pull every one of the rest of them <laughs> yeah and it's just like yeah. luck and then <laughs> that would be cool and then if Wibbo will bring get another beer and if uh, uh another long shot like that wins then it stays on the board until okay another one comes like start from the top and just slowly fill it down one per episode so you so, said if he wins what he were you any talking of the, about? Any of the two. Uh, any of the two. Okay. Yeah, either of the e- two. Either one of those guys. Yeah. And then this is a good segue to talk about uh, getting rid of the $10,000 bankroll. Jake's still on the fence, so I should say that first, that he's not. he hasn't committed quite yet. I was just me like trying to sell him on this, but we'll talk about that for a second. But first, I want to say what's on the back of this, because when, we when I was looking for the, these beers at uh of mo i was reading the labels and on the back of lucky it says a court uh, on the back of lucky buddha it says according to ancient internet proverbs <laughs> many people believe that you receive your luck with your left hand so maybe we i'm always drinking my beer with my left hand so maybe we we got to drink with our left hand the rest of the podcast are you primarily left-handed I'm not. I'm right-handed, but I always drink my beer with my left hand. I think I do too. That's weird. Isn't that weird? Yeah, just... I think a lot of people do that. You have the beer in your left hand. Well, right he's now. ambidextrous. Yeah. So, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's whatever. It might be just on because on this podcast, I always everything's over on my right. Yeah. And then so I'm 
get my liquid courage on, well, this on the is, left side. This is a little off subject, but just bringing up the ambidextrous thing. Um, there's a high school kid that's a ambidextrous quarterback. So is he roll. is he the new wow. guy that's in at I uh, Huntington Beach High School? I don't know much about him. I'll have to like look. I just popped in my head, but I've seen videos of him. That's um, such a huge advantage. Yeah, because you could roll left, roll right. Like, oh, and he throws he throws left, left and throws right, and he throws just as well with both hands. I've never heard of. But I don't know how how good his arm strength is or anything. Well, there's uh, there's a couple amb ambidextrous pitchers, but they change the rules in baseball that where it doesn't like the yeah. hitter gets to choose which side, which I think is stupid. The hitter gets to choose the side. Yeah, the hitter oh, gets to choose that. the side. Yeah. Huh. But what about but what about Jim Abbott? Then wouldn't you choose the other side and then go like, well, well not if you can't, you can't pitch. No, you don't have an arm. No, they get I guess a, I walked. They get to they choose what side, side of the plate. Yeah, yeah, the side of the plate, not which arm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I want to. I would arm. like. I would like Jim Abbott to throw with that arm. Yeah, no, I'd be like, you'd be screwed. <laughs> they choose what side of the plate they stand on. Okay, okay. You know what? I actually met Jim Abbott when I was a kid. Walking out of the stadium, and nice guy. I went to go get, get his autograph. And then after he signed the ball, I remember I wanted to go shake his hand, but I got too nervous because I, I don't know. I think it. I forgot which hand was gone, but I I got what about oh, his right? What about his right hand? Yeah, we were trying to shake his. Yeah. Nose. So yeah, exactly. So <laughs> and what? So what happened? You so you tried to shake his. The like wrong I just hand? had the instinct to like try to shake his hand and then i remembered that he didn't have a hand on. i'm that. sure that happens to him all the time i'm sure yeah. yeah did he have like a little phrase that he always like a joke that he says I, about it i don't know i think i just i pulled back right away and i was so embarrassed i was just a kid so i don't know i have a i have a story about meeting tiger woods and phil mickelson both of those because i was like huge into golf when i was a kid yeah. i played at um i played high school golf <laughs> Chris is like, there's no way. Chris let me play, but I played no, terrible you, that day. You played terrible, and you I still, played you really still, bad. Yeah, you still. I could. You can see when someone's golfing if they're good or not. Like, or not good, but like they can play. Like they've got a good swing. Like, uh, yeah, you were. You, I played. You, you that was like. A, Although I haven't golfed since then, because well, other than the yeah, golf that I we're going to talk about, I think you won that day though. Either you or Mike did. My buddy Mike. Yeah, Mike might have won, but um, yeah. God, I, play, I that haunts me. I wake up in the middle of the night sometimes and just like, you know, sweat because I, of how bad I played that day. I just went and played uh, with JR, our buddy JR, last like Thursday. I hadn't played since the end of September of last year because I had played like three straight rounds that were just terrible. And I, I last year I played once a week, at least one of the driving range or played around. And I played so bad in those three straight rounds that I just was like, I'll take a little break. And it ended up being like seven months. But that's what I did, too. We got to yeah. get back in because it's summertime. We yeah, I did, did pretty good, though, uh, for not playing forever. I was terrible for the front nine. And then I parred three out of four holes on the back nine. Nice. And then fell apart again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what happens in golf. But um, so Tiger Woods, he grew up in the neighboring city that we're in right now in Cerritos. The college that he went to is right down the street. It's like five minutes from here. So his coach was John Anselmo when he was a little, little kid. In fact, he grew up, if anybody saw the documentary uh, about Tiger, he grew up on the Navy course, which is in my neighborhood. Is that on Netflix or no? Yes, it's really good. It is a two-part series. Okay. One of my favorite documentaries ever. Wow. Because what it did is it won me back on Tiger. So my entire life, I hated Tiger Woods. And I'll tell you the story in a second. But I hated him my entire life. When I saw this documentary, it gave an excuse 
for his life and like why he was such an asshole. And so I understood him and now I like him again. Okay. It, all because of the documentary. I like I had this lifelong hatred towards Tiger Woods because of my personal interactions with him. And then the documentary, I was like, oh, well, like, yeah, of course, like he acted that way. Like anybody with his dad because of his dad. dad. Like, yeah. And so they so they grew up in he grew up on the Navy course. You can get to the Navy course through my neighborhood. But the other side of this neighborhood pops out on the course that he grew up on. So his coach, when he was younger, one of the coaches that he had was John Anselmo. He was a, a professional at Metal Art Golf Course in Huntington Beach and best player on Marina Golf Team. Marina High School is where I went. Uh, was scott osterhout and he was our number one i was the number six guy i was the alternate on the high school team he could he he was one of my good friends and he just like convinced me i stopped playing basketball and he's like i had to play a sport my parents were like you have to play a sport he's like just i can get you on the golf team so you can get on the golf team and i was the alternate so if one of the other guys could like dropped out i would play and they would count my score if one of the other guys something happened to the other five guys yeah. so um so Scotty O, Scott Osterhout, Scotty, we call him Scotty O. He's like, I got to get you some lessons. So my coach is Tiger Woods's coach. It's John Anselmo. So I, my coach was John Anselmo. And that's how, uh-huh. that's how I like learned how to play golf. Uh-huh. And then so in like 1999, we were 18 years old. Tiger was probably, I don't know, I would say like 24, 25. This is peak Tiger. It's like peak Tiger. They're playing that skins game in Palm Springs. And John's like, do you guys want to go? He just picked out me and Scott. He picked out Scott, Scotty O. And he's like, who do you want to bring with you? And he brought me with him. And we're like, we'll go down there and then we'll like hang out and everything. So we go down there. We walk, we follow him the whole, the whole skins game. And uh, it's like leading up to meeting Tiger. It's like le- leading up, leading up, leading up. And then John's like, I mean, John's like his, like one of his coaches, his childhood coach. And he's like, Hey, Tiger, I want you to meet Scott and Scott. These are two of my um, disciples now, like two of the guys that I coach now. And Tiger looks at us and he just like looks away. Like, (laughs) I I think I put my hand out to like shake his hand and he just looked away. He didn't even like the time of day. And it was, and when you're a kid, yeah. And that happens like that forms your like your way of thinking. Yeah. And I'll back that up with like my dad used to take me to different golf events. They used to have the match play golf golf uh, event down in Carlsbad at uh, La Costa in Carlsbad. And me and my dad would go every year. And after one of the rounds, Phil Mickelson was coming up. This is like height of Phil Mickelson. He was like 25 years old. I was a kid. He was like coming up off of 18. If you've ever golfed at La Costa, like there's a hill that comes up and I went up to him and I was like, Phil, can you, after he's just after he did his round, like, and I like broke through the pack and I like got, went up to him. I was like, Hey, can you sign this? And he's like, Hey, I can't sign it right now. Cause I just did my round. I need to go sign my card. I still have like stuff I have to do, but if you meet me here in like 30 minutes, I'll sign it for you. Wow. Like, so the difference between Tiger, Tiger's reaction to me and Phil's reaction to me, that's why I've been like Team Phil my entire life. 
until the documentary when i saw the documentary on tiger i was like well i at least understand what he went through yeah he he had a, a dad that put him through hell so like he didn't know how to like respond to that he's kind of like a robot he was like a golf robot yeah but when you're a kid that shit's well you weren't you were kind of a kid still you're i was a kid i was in high school and then the phil thing was a little bit younger that actually happened before the tiger thing so yeah i was a kid oh so you're yeah especially when you're a kid though so that the phil thing happens first and then and then tiger i was like fuck tiger yeah (laughs) yeah but you get older and then you see something like that and you're like oh i kind of get it now it still doesn't excuse being a dick i've never heard he's a dick either which is weird like maybe he's just nice to people that matter maybe but he's a dick to people that aren't so it never comes out that he's a dick and the thing is is like we had a vouch it's not like we just went up to him randomly yeah. it was his childhood coach did he shake his hand and talk to the coach yeah he talked to oh, the okay. coach and we just like stood off to the side and then we like like slowly kind of went back and do you think he kind of like looked at you guys and he was like these guys will never make it on the tour well, I probably. Waste my time with them. <laughs> you know what's a, you know what's another so this is the thing that i remember from that so John got us back, like kind of like backstage or whatever for golf. And Tom Lehman was one of the golfers. The skins game out in Palm Springs, there's only four golfers. Tom Lehman was like a really big golfer in the late 90s. And John kind of, I think he knew that like, oh man, these guys, is, their, their hearts are broken. So he got us. Uh, so Tom Lehman, what he does is he goes out to the range after the round and he hits like 750 balls. Like that's his thing. It's like 10 buckets. His thing was, I'm going to hit 10 buckets every single day after my round. Like that's just, that's insane to hit 10 buckets after the round. And so John got us to sit. He talked to Tom and me and Scotty got to sit behind Tom Lehman, like right behind him, like. Uh, five feet or whatever so we were not getting hit by the club and and we watched tom layman hit golf balls and he would call he would come back and like talk to us and be like so what'd you guys think about that shot like what happened with that like he he we had like an hour like uh kind of lesson from tom layman that day damn. so that was like i remember that for like the rest of my life it was really cool That's awesome. and i became a tom layman fan nice, That's awesome man. That's a really cool story yeah 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 See if I can think of other stories. <laughs> I don't have any good, good sports related stories. I have uh, one about uh, some two guys. So I, I used to valet and I worked at a hotel in Irvine. And they remember the Fox Sports Grill? Yeah. Okay. They opened one of those and a bunch of celebrities came and stayed at our hotel. So uh, one, the Olsen twins stayed there. They went to the Fox Sports party because they had like a party for it. They came. What back, year was this? Shit like oh two. Oh, yeah. so this is like height of Osin. So they must no, be young. They, they, no, they were already like, they were like 22, but okay. they like, were out of the public eye by then. Oh, okay. But they still went to the parties and they came back to the hotel hammered. They were nice. Um, Did they look attractive like at that age? Yeah, I mean, they were about my age. So uh, well, yeah. they must not have been because you're not like, yeah, they, they were, were. They looked like emaciated. Oh, okay, yeah, they're too skinny. Too skinny. I like thicker girls, so yeah, they're probably not. Yeah, you got something to grab onto. You need something to grab onto. Uh, yeah. Steve Lyons, you know that is ex baseball player. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. he was the one of the funny things that happened that time. He pulls up in his Porsche, okay, and it's a really nice Porsche, super fast. 
and he's like hey be careful it's very fast so you're expecting to get in there and it's got a stick shift right because that's a i mean a very very fast car with a stick shift is very hard to drive get in there and he had redone it and it's an automatic <laughs> he had paid to have his porsche because i don't those porsches or whatever didn't drive stick or? i don't know but it was just we the, all the valet guys would always laugh at like we'd always be like when someone would pull up with a car and be like be careful with it. We'll <laughs> be like, I uh, hope it's not an automatic. Like, because you don't, you don't think of like uh, 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 automatic as being like a scary thing to drive. Snoop Dogg's manager came in one time with like a half a million dollar Rolls Royce. And he said, don't fucking drive it. Like, I don't want anyone driving it. Leave it up front. And this guy I worked with, Jesse's like, I'm just going to take it around the parking garage. Wow. He takes it around the parking garage and it's super low to the the guy had it lowered and the there were curbs in there. And he takes a turn just a little too tight and scrapes the fucking side of it. Oh, and fucking, no I had to pull it back up, had to talk to that guy. Uh, so you tell why did you, why did you tell him why didn't he no i didn't have to talk to him oh, jesse okay. did i was like i'm fucking out of here my shift's over <laughs> but the yeah. biggest weirdo was jillian barbary remember okay her? i remember her so um everyone else just came through the front and all of a sudden like there's security coming out and we're like oh we have a vip guest that doesn't want to come in through the front because she doesn't want to be bothered by people we're like who the fuck is it so one of the guys went in just sat inside and saw it wasn't it was fucking jillian barbary and i was like what the fuck so she, she was just by herself she was yeah coming to the hotel but she didn't want to come through the front because she thought everyone would bother her oh, like, oh okay well, the olsen twins were there like snoop dogg i think snoop dogg was there the guys from incubus were there like okay. people that were kind of more famous than, than than her than her and she's the only one that went through the side everyone else came through the front she had a little run for a while was she music or sports she was a sports like sports yeah. commentator right okay yeah and i was actually on her show oh really she remember that so she had a show called uh the fifth wheel no not it wasn't that it was the, i can't damn i can't remember what it was called but uh basically two guys would go uh, a girl would go out on a date and two of her ex-boyfriends would be on the date and they'd be talking into the uh the headset of the other person on the guy on the date with the girl it's yeah. so, like two exes would be talking to the guy that's trying to date their ex Oh, and uh, I went on with my buddy Casey. I wasn't even planning going on with just the two girls were like, we're going to go down and try it out for this reality shows like I'll cruise with. We went down there and uh, the one girl like chickened out and they're like, well, we still got to like try to put some together. Like I was bullshitting with a producer in the back and they're like, you'd be great on the show. And I was I, I, I have no interest in being like on TV, especially like a reality TV show. So like three weeks later, we went down there and I had to pretend I was her ex uh, boyfriend and Casey was just fucking her at the time. Like they weren't even like exes. So we both had to pretend we were their ex while she's going on a date with a guy and we're in the headset of the guy that's on the date with her. So you're the ex of the girl. Yeah. And she's on a new date. She's on a new date with a with guy, a guy that you don't know. He's got it. Yeah. Random guy. He's got an earpiece in and we're allowed to talk to him. You're allowed to talk to the guy. Yeah. So the whole time we're just like saying stuff to him. That's so funny. Yeah. Like run. I remember yeah, watching that. that. You, like, yeah. Like, like no, like make that. her like do you... this. Not weird oh. shit. But like, you know, she was used to be a cheerleader. We, they had a paid comedian around it. So I said a lot oh. of funny stuff that day. I don't consider myself like super funny, but I had some good one liners. They had a paid comedian with comedian with us. And as soon as I would say something funny, I'd have the crew laughing. He would be like, OK, now say this to her. 
and it would just be like dead silence. It wasn't good. And then uh. when we go back to watch the episode, none of the funny shit I said was in there. Oh no! All way. the fucking stupid shit that he he made us say was in there. Oh, okay. Luckily, you can't find it on the internet anywhere. You can't. I was no. gonna say you. you I've, can't find I've it looked every year. I look try to find it again, and it, there's no copies. You can find like clips of the show on there but you can't find our episode if we find it we should put it on the twitter yeah podcast or the oh, youtube dude i'm so i don't want to see it because it was embarrassing to watch watch it like what, do you remember the name oh you don't remember the name Here, do you remember uh, the name of the comedian uh no i back then i didn't watch much comedy so i didn't yeah. even think to like look this guy back that was a long time ago there wasn't uh uh internet like there is today for all the kids out here uh <laughs> Well, we we could check it out later, but uh, man, that's so interesting. Have you extreme been on any... extreme dating? That's what it was called. I think I remember. Yeah, that. it was kind of popular. Yeah, it... I remember that. Yeah. What was it? What was it on? Was I it on probably like Fox or something? I remember that. Oh, wow. There's got to be a way we can find that. Yeah, the funniest part. I don't know if our buddy Casey listens, but he was like fucking her at the time and the whole time like you could tell he was getting jealous he's he was getting jealous oh. like of like that this guy might hook up with her because she was kind of <laughs> the girl that would hook up with the is that right okay, yeah. yeah 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 oh my god jake so would probably funny. remember i don't want to say her name here. no yeah. you can't say yeah. her name you can say her first name she was super nice but she was just she got around yeah like, yeah, yeah. nothing every, wrong with that every group of guys has like a girl that just got around yeah. to everybody <laughs> Yeah. It's a normal thing. So what's her name? <laughs> In case she's listening. And what's her phone number? No. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm married, right? That's all uh, I. Just kidding. All right. Um, can I tell can I tell you about the this ten thousand dollar bankroll idea that I have about uh scrapping it? Yeah. Okay. I don't know exactly like what I was really on on something that night when I was like trying to sell this to you jake yeah okay so i feel like i had some good points hopefully i can bring them up in the spot right now yeah so i want to scrap the ten thousand dollar bankroll i want to get rid of it because the reason why is i can just hear my wife right now she's probably so pissed because that's like her favorite part she's like you guys gotta she it was her idea to bring the ten thousand dollar bankroll to the front of the show and um she's probably doubly pissed because i just asked for that girl's number and then <laughs> So I could just hear her right now. She's like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Um, so I want to get rid of the $10,000 bankroll. The reason why is because it's hypothetical. It's a hypothetical bankroll, so it feels not real. And then we just started this $5,000 bankroll where, but it's a combined, it's not combined 20. It's a combined 5,000 because, because we finally, we found some guys that are willing to take our bets. And they have a really good player props on on these bets. Yeah. Hopefully, they, they don't listen to the show. But um, and we can replace it with that. Jake made a good point. He's he's like, but that sounds like this ten thousand dollar bankroll you built, which is actually twenty thousand dollar bankroll. You built it up to sixty thousand. It's come back to thirty thousand, and now you want to bail. Won't that look bad? And I get that. But we're not bailing because we were replacing it with something. So we could talk about two things. We could talk about our real bankroll that we're going to try to build up into something. And then the $10,000 bankroll, we've taken all of those statistics 
and we've transferred them into Twitter units, which I hate that that um, phrase, Twitter units, but units yeah. that everybody talks about. Mm -hmm. So we have all those units. <clears throat> we can still talk about those units. Like all of those bets are going to be in units. And Jake mm -hmm. made a good point. He said, I would rather talk about it as ROI, like return on investment. So instead of talking about units, we can talk about what's the return on your investment. But we have all that information. So yeah. we're not like throwing it away. We're not running from our losing streak. Yeah. It's still there. Another thing is, I don't know if this goes against what I was just saying, but um, all of a sudden I got the TikTok voice. <laughs> <laughs> this, came, this came Scott here <laughs> came out of nowhere. Um, follow us on TikTok, by the way. No. I, so if if you're a customer of ours if you're a customer on dub club and you follow us on our units which we call stars all of our stars are about as of today they're probably around plus 160 stars we're like plus 160 stars on the year our bankroll is like plus 60 because we were really risky i was telling jake at certain points i was telling jake like hey let's let's do this and then we like collapse but like if you're a customer you actually didn't experience other than you chris because you came in at the wrong time but like if you were a customer from the beginning you you didn't experience what we experienced on the ten thousand dollar bankroll yeah. you're still up like 160 units even though our ten thousand dollar bankroll is up like uh well it's now up a hundred units if you're if you're looking at it in units, am I making any sense right now? Yeah, you are. Do you want to go first? Yeah. So you bring up great points, and it made me think about our approach because we're always trying to find the most efficient way of doing everything, and you constantly gotta uh, re-examine your way to find uh, better solutions or whatever. So I was thinking that basically we we can back test the different methods and find out which ones work the best. Uh, obviously if we would have done only uh, one star is 1% of your bankroll. And if you would have kept that constant and not done this uh, staggered method that we were doing before, then we, we, you would actually be up significantly higher. So basically there's different approaches. Like before we were doing a kind of like what I would consider a staggered approach where once you double your bankroll, you double your uh, your bet size. That's how the bankroll uh, dashboard is, is uh, coded right now. But if you would have just bet a consistent 1% uh, for one star, 2% for two star, like we recommend, and you would have kept that consistent each day, then you'd be up significantly higher right now. Can I correct that yeah. just real quick? Yeah. It's actually not that. It's not like let's say you're you're let's say a person had a thousand dollar bankroll and they yeah. bet one percent one day and yeah. it went up to eleven hundred. Yeah. And then they bet one percent of the eleven hundred. That's what you're saying. Yeah, I got you. That's actually not what we do. Though. Okay. We don't we don't do it that way. We do it as like your bankroll is stagnant. Right? Isn't that what like if, if as a customer, that's what you're looking at? So I brought that up on a previous episode about should I if I start with a thousand dollars and I so that first day I'm doing ten dollar bets per star and everything. The next day I, it gets down to nine hundred or it gets up to eleven hundred. Should I was like would that be called like proportional bank 
role or like what there should be a term for that. Mm -hmm. Cause me personally, that's actually what I've started doing. Um, is literally that day, whatever the bankroll is, I'm betting one star per 1% on, on the actual bankroll that I have for that, that day. day for that day. Then the next day, if it goes down a little bit, then I'm breaking it back. And then if it goes up, then I'm going up a little bit. I think that's a better way to do it. I think you still do the million dollar, the $10,000 bankroll, but can, is there a way to do it with proportional for that day? What the day, when you start that day and you make the bet, that's what the percentage is that you're going to bet. I think with the way you guys are doing it too. I mean, you got it. Everything's, it should be easy, right? To, to figure that out. I could, so, okay. I could code in different ways. Uh, so like there's the way we're using it right now. I could code it. I mean, it's already kind of coded to where you can do the Twitter units right now. The interesting thing yeah. though, that you make you make a really good point is most people do it that way. Yeah. And that's why we should switch from the $10,000 bankroll to the units because the units is that way. And that's what everybody's doing. So they'll understand that way a little bit better. So that's when, it, when honestly, with my bankroll is when I got in trouble is I got up to, because we we're doing really well. You guys are doing really well. And then that was my new marker that I was going to bet. And then one bad day turned into two bad days. And you didn't bring it down. Four bad days. And then I brought it down. I'm like, well, you know, my bankroll is this, but it's only been four days. Like, I didn't bring it down enough. I think for most people, I think that's a better way to try to uh, manage your bankroll is every day when you wake up, bet the 1% of per star of what your bankroll is that day, in and my so, opinion. And so that's what we would replace it. We yeah. would replace this $10,000 bankroll into the units that everybody Everybody who's a customer who's listening, they're based off the units. We're over here talking about this $10,000 bankroll, but it's different than these units. And it's so, very, go on, I'm sorry. No, no, no. And the only other thing I was going to say is the reason why we had the $10,000 bankroll is for marketing. It's interesting. It's fun. We're going to turn this $10,000 into a million dollars. And that's very interesting. So we can also do that. Because now we have this account, these three accounts that we found bookies that are willing to place our bets in the state of California. It's a little, it's a little uh, mysterious because like we're illegally doing it, but we we've created this like five thousand dollar account, and we can still turn that into something. So we, so the real money thing we can turn into something, but then also we're talking about what our customers are going through in these units. Yeah, I think when a customer hears like ten thousand dollar bankroll and it's to this or that, like it's you can understand it, but it, what does that have to do with me? I don't know. The one thing though is that we're trying to build this bankroll with the customer, so they can they're getting our picks and they're growing their account with us. A lot of our picks we're going to be doing on our own. They can't even get the same lines as us. So we're going to be doing picks that are that they can't get. So they're not really experiencing the same ride with us too. For sure. So the the units is that's why we have to keep the unit. We what have if, to keep. What if we just do both? stars? Yeah, yeah. do both. Do that's both. what I was. And then the ten the ten thousand yeah. bankroll only gets updated. We only talk about it every couple episodes and bring it up. Like and then. Instead of every episode, we got to talk about that. But we talk about, we could talk about what the customers units. are going through. Yeah, units. And the, or star. We call yeah, them stars, yeah, units, same stars, thing. Yeah. But like, 
we talk about that with the customers because they know that. Yeah. And then we can like periodically talk about this like personal bank account that well, we've like. Be like, hey, we've been doing well, so we upped our bankroll this week. And so that account, the $10,000 bankroll is now at da 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 da. And, or, you know, we're pulling back a little bit now because uh, we had a little bad run. Just, you don't have to update it every week, but I think the stars is what will people that are customers and you guys, they need to hear that. Yes, that's what I think. Which is when we put it out anywhere on the internet, we're not, we never talk about the $10,000 bankroll. We don't. It's never, it's, I'm up 140 grand or whatever. We always talk about the stars. Yeah, because that's what people So we understand. should match everything up. That was another point that I made yeah. that night. Thank you, Chris. That was the other point is I was like, everything that it should all match, the podcast should match our social media. Yeah. Because we're talking about two different things, and it's weird. Yeah, because if I try to go on the internet and say we're up, our ten thousand dollar bankroll is now up to like your peak was like seventy grand. People would be like, kind of look at that, and when I see that on the internet, um, I kind of get a little wary about it. You know what's the interesting thing is back then, is when all that was happening and we were growing it, and we were like. The peak was 70 grand. I think it was a little under that, but whatever. Yeah. Same thing. We weren't gaining that many customers. We've actually no. gained more customers during this losing streak. Although it, we were just starting, and I could have put could've that been out of a little bit more. Yeah. Dude, let's just do both. It's, let's it's do both. Just the, uh, <clears throat> but the $10,000 bankroll, I think, should scrap. And it should be the stars or units that we talk yeah. about. And then... If something interesting happens in our personal bank account that we've started, because it is interesting because we have to do it illegally. That's interesting to me. To me, that's interesting. So randomly, does uh, you guys brought up that you, you're using a couple bookies now. I randomly thought about this other night. Could we get a bookie to come on here? I think so. Why, we don't have to show his face or anything. We'll black him out. Put the your. I think we can. Your devil. Oh, yeah, man. Like, I don't want him. To, that's a I'm cool might, I don't want him. I that. might know someone that is a bookie. I know someone that's a bookie. Too. Would he come well, we can on? Get bookies on. Well, well, you guys. I like, work you, with one. Would you think he would come on? I wouldn't doubt it. I don't know. I'll ask him. We don't show his face. Yeah. Does he listen? Out. We'll have to use that devil voice. Yeah, we'll I'll devil you know voice him. Yeah. Does he listen? No, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, we'll devil voice him. Uh, yeah, ask him if he wants to come on because we. I have a shit ton of questions like being about being for someone that's a bookie i think this would be a great guest we should do it yeah okay so let's try it. all right that's the okay. goal pete rose one bookie two <laughs> i'll ask both the bookies I'll, I'll ask my bookies okay you don't think they're gonna get weirded out <laughs> and then you got the one so we got three total i'll see if he's a i know he was so if a bookie. you have one can no, we add him no. to the i don't know if he is a bookie still. Oh, he okay, was a bookie. Okay. i know which one you're talking about uh jimmy yeah yeah okay yeah I mean, we heard that. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, big, big surprise of bookies named Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, it could be any Jimmy. Yeah. Damn. So we could have like the a name of my two bookies. Yeah. We could have a bookie podcast, dude. That'd be amazing. If we could get a bookie on. We can have a whole series. Yeah. Just yeah. have them all on yeah. every week. Have you ever seen uh, uh, the white soft underbelly on YouTube? No. Uh, yes. Yeah. This guy he interviews just like prostitutes 
bookies, oh, murderers. Yeah, that's no. and this isn't a recommendation, LA, but too. yeah, in L.A. He's yeah. it's a great podcast. You're kind of recommending it. By yeah, saying it is recommendation. He was on it's, Rogan. Yeah, he went on Rogan, but I had been watching him for like two years before okay. that. Like he started out, he had like a painting studio downtown L.A or photography i don't know but there used to be a whole bunch of homeless people down there he's like why don't i just like bring them in here he set up like a chair they sit on and he's never on camera it's just on them the whole time and he asks them questions and he's very good at it and yeah it's called soft white underbelly great what does it have to do with bookies he has had a bookie on before. Oh, he had a bookie yeah. on okay <laughs> i wanted to know what, what the, the connection does was it have to do with bookies? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> try not to ask that yeah i come across uh like an asshole sometimes so i try not to okay so we, we still didn't get jake's vote on the ten thousand. so what i told jake originally i was like hey because i had a wild hair up my ass is it across your ass or up your ass, up your ass. <laughs> it's up your ass okay and i was like i was really trying to push it and so at the time i said we can even do a poll because we do all these polls, we could do a poll. But the I realized today nobody's gonna know what we're talking about. Yeah, in the poll. That, that's <laughs> so exactly that gets back to what I was saying about least, no one knows. Like we went from ten thousand to sixty. They're like, should we do should we do the ten thousand dollar bankroll or should we scrap it? Everybody's yeah. like, what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, the <laughs> six people that we got listened to our show from that we got from Twitter. Like, yeah, it, yeah, it yeah, won't yeah. like cost us anything to keep it right now because it's. It's already hooked up to our dashboard. So, but the dashboard could be, yeah. I know, yeah. I think that's a big, I think that's your biggest thing is you're proud of this dashboard and you should be because it is sick. Yeah. And I think if we just switch it to the units or the stars, it's actually yeah. already on stars. Yeah, it is. You so, don't even have to do anything. I know, but yeah, what you brought up is a good point though, is right now I could hook up the same dashboard to three different methods it could be hooked up to the one it is right now it could be hooked up to the twitter units because it is and then we could also hook it up to like the the kelly criterion like a quarter kelly half kelly and full kelly and we can graph all of them and we can look at over time which one would have done better because right now it's a small sample size we've only like we've only done it over five six months or something so because one style is doing better than the other doesn't necessarily mean that that's better over the long run. But if we track like three, four, five different strategies and we graph them all and we look over years, then we can just see which one's more efficient. I love that you threw in another one. <laughs> Did Chris, do you know about the Kelly criterion? I, I've heard you guys talk about it and I, oh, okay. it. I don't remember exactly what it's it supposed is, to be the yeah. most efficient bet. Size, yeah. I so. hear people talking about it. Yeah. I hear, that's... I hear things. It's, basically what you're kind of doing yeah I, mean, I just think what when he first started talking about the start the and the units and i first started getting in this i was like first thing that popped in my head was why don't i just bet it at that day what i start with because if the if you're supposed to bet proportional to your bankroll then mm -hmm. it should be proportional every day. i mean i uh, well that's my my question originally was because you put out let's say on those days you guys were putting out like 20 bets i mean when i get down to the 10th bet like in my bankroll or not even i mean as each one but then you obviously can't do that because all the bets should be weighted on that day as the same weight but yeah. the next day then i was like and adjust it to that yeah I like it. exactly well um 
do you want to, I, I actually have a question, a mailbag question, if you guys want to get into it, because I think it has to kind of do with this. Uh, yeah, let's get into it. I, I want it, another beer, though. Can I get another? I don't, yeah, I'll get yeah, it. No, you I asked the question. No, I got, no, no, I got no, it. Let me get it. No, oh, I got it. Let me get it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but this, this question is for you. Grab okay. one, two, Coors Light. I'm going to go get another beer. Yeah. Um, so I'll get one more, too, please. Do you want one, Chris? Yeah. Coors Light, please. Coors Light. And uh, another Lucky. So um, I'm not going to get into the question yet, but Jake and I are going to talk about NBA 2K for a second. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> fucking killed it last night. I had 39 rebounds in a game. I fucking was dominant last night. Yeah, you killed it. Yeah, you got to get your jump shot down. We got to we got to well, change the out. timing. So, yeah, you, you and Matt always changing your timing around. <laughs> OK, so you guys put out a bet today. Well, uh, Scott, that this was yes, a. Sir. There's a team bet that you put out last night. It was a soccer game. I don't remember the exact two teams that they were playing, but it was uh, under three and a half goals. It was Troy and Lil. Okay. You added that. I don't know if I'm doing the uh, correct pronunciation, by the way. You had it at a minus 113. Okay. I went to bet it this morning, and I got it at plus 115. Wow. So my first on three and a half. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. It might be a different game, but that's what how much it moved, whatever the bet was um, on three and a half. Maybe there was a yeah. line change. Yeah. Right? So, no, it was on bet online. OK, so my question is, when I saw that, the first thing I thought is who got hurt or who's not playing. So in... should I investigate that? Yes, you should investigate it in soccer. In this particular case, in soccer. If someone gets hurt, that's not, it's not going to push it that much, but I'll give, I think I've talked about this on the yeah, podcast have before that, about yeah. itchy with the Clippers bet, or I think it was a Clippers bet. It was something to where it was like, it was crazy. It was, I think it was a bucks Milwaukee bucks in the regular season. And it was like minus 12. And then it went down to like minus four. And he was like, what's going on? And what he did is he texted me. He's like, Hey, what's going on here? And I was like, well, this person and in basketball, if Giannis gets hurt, mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to like it's going to be or in basketball when the coach says, hey, the whole starting five's sitting today. Yes. Then it's like minus 12 to minus four. No. And I was like, well, this is what happened. I was like, I told him, I was like, ah, I'd stay away from it. And then w- the funny thing that happened with that is they won by like 40 that night. <laughs> so the bet ended up winning today. I bet yeah. it, but and I bet it um, at the same stars because uh, it is soccer. That's the thing that because it was basketball, even That's baseball different. or football. Yeah, somebody got hurt or something happened. Someone got arrested. So what probably happened in that one since it was like the last game of the of the season and it didn't matter to both teams. There was multiple like that. I just answered my own question with like the the whole starting fives out for the NBA. It's probably what happened. I, I haven't looked into it. I don't yeah, know. So, but I would guess that like it had to have been a lot of people were sitting. If a I, lot. If I can't uh, find a way to get the like I said, it ended up winning. So uh, I'm happy. But if I can't find why it moved and I. Don't have enough time to text you because that's what happened. I could have bet it last night, but I just didn't. And then I was waiting for my oil to get changed. And I was like, oh, fuck, I forgot to put my bets in <laughs> today. And I did it. And I was like, I don't have time. There was like literally 20 minutes left. So what, what's your recommendation for both of you on if a line moves? It's, it's not even so much the line moved. Um, 
what 20 30 points it's the it's the direction it moved though away and you you think you're like yes me yeah that that helped me out but it's suspicious to me i was like "Ah, so i'm getting a way better line on this that there's someone knows something too good to be true yeah exactly is what it is and the answer is i think you need a lot of hours in sports betting you need to like be doing this for like years and know the different nuances of the different things that could happen according to sports. So like in this situation, like if it was NBA, I would automatically yeah. know like, oh, uh, what is this? The Spurs? Yeah. Because Popovich is probably like sitting everybody. Yep. Something like that. But like with soccer, that doesn't usually happen. But if you <clears throat> follow soccer and you're like looking at these bets and I'm I've put out a lot less soccer. I've put out a lot less bets in general. Lower stars too. Lower stars has to a little bit. It has to do with the losing streak, but it also has to do with the season that we're in. MLB is taking off. Usually I'm pretty good at that. Not doing that great. But then all the other seasons are closing out. And when seasons are closing out, it's not the best time to, to do bets. So like soccer bets, I, I used to put out like 20 on the weekend or more. Mm-hmm. And now there's not that many because the seasons are closing out. So it's because of situations like this, because if I'm putting out a bet and I want to put it out to like all of our American customers, some people might not be waking up in time for all of these like European lineups. Cause the lineups come out in soccer, like baseball where the lineup come, comes out like an hour and a half, two hours before the game. And so the lines change drastically. And that's one of the that's one of the reasons why we need to like switch why we need a separate uh Twitter unit <clears throat> account and our personal account. Not Twitter unit but ROI because like our personal account if you saw the spreadsheet of my bets, it's way more than I can put out to the customers because there's so many bets that I put out 10 minutes before the game yeah that i make personally not put out that i make personally but um so to answer your question it's nuances it's the it's just knowing it i think you gotta inherently know it you could text me wait but i I I might not get back that quick i mean um i've scaled my bets back so much right now because of the two the bonus that got taken from me and and i'm just like whatever it's like such a small bet like i'm i i think i walked i think i walked it back a little bit and might have oh, okay. a half star on it i got an idea star. so what if we just use discord for questions like that the only thing that i would say with that is the number one way to get a hold of me personally i'm not talking about player pops but yeah. me is text yeah yeah if okay. you put it out on discord i might not see because it, because your question yeah. is a time crunch yeah, yeah yeah it's like i need the answer now yeah Okay. Fuck, you can even call me, but calling yeah. doesn't always work with me. I answer texts back faster than phone calls. Okay. Yeah. I'm I, like, I, I, hey, when someone calls me, I'm like, fuck. Like, well, how much, how long is this person going to talk for? Just fucking, do you have a question that you want to ask? Just ask it to me <laughs> and, through text. <laughs> and the thing, and the thing is, I like text because it like makes a record of everything. Yeah. Our phone call doesn't have the record. Yeah. So we can like look back at what we said. And then also, I am doing stuff like I'm doing. It's a little bit has to do with my day job where I'm a carpet cleaner. If somebody wants an appointment for carpet cleaning and they call me, 
I might not if they if they give me a bunch of information, I might not be able to put it into my system. Yeah. So I need a text message for a record. It's all about having a record. So if you text me, I text crazy. I, I'm a yeah. I'm constantly looking at my phone for texting. <laughs> uh, it's funny our little text group, the three of us, like Scott. As I when I came in today, I was like, I'm sorry, I bombarded you guys with all that shit. And Scott's like, I do it all the time. And it's like I feel like you and I are constantly bombarding each uh, like the three of us. And Jake's liking a bunch of work. <laughs> I'm a texting whore. Well, Jake's different. Jake, Jake just doesn't look at text. So then he like um. I don't know what it's called when you what is it called when you like uh group your work together in a certain batch 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 yeah yeah. you batch batching yeah oh yeah you do because i'm in three different textures of them he batches yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. but i understand that he does that it's a it's a compartmentalizing like and Okay, I'm this is my time of day to, to well, text. Well, I mean, if I'm trying to keep up with text and looking for pics, oh, I know, and doing or everything. working, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, I know, like, you're down to the docks. I, I like, can't, like, I can't answer people and do research. And no, I'm not, I'm not complaining. No, about I know, it. I know, you're, I know, just, you're not complaining. It's, it's just funny. It works. It's, a, it's a certain personality yeah. that yeah. likes a certain thing. Yeah, I know. I'm such sure. a huge texter. My yeah. wife's a big texter. Yeah, I often tell people they're like, you guys seem so happy. Like, what is the secret to your happiness? We've been married seven years and like, we're ha- we have a really good relationship. And I always tell people our relation, we have a very, our texting relationship is second to none. <laughs> we have, the, our That's texting awesome. relationship is amazing. We actually sometimes, yeah. if we very f- rarely get in fights, but if we get in a fight, we'll go in opposite rooms and just text each other. Oh, that's a great idea. And have the fight there fight through text. With because emojis if you say, like showing you're mad and stuff. You, it, but, <laughs> yeah. And then you like say something. You're like, well, I shouldn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> Delete. Dude, that is... I, I need to figure out a different way to say this. It's, that's a, a it's, great idea, actually. Our texting relationship is second to none. And that's what like guides our whole thing. So when she goes to work and I go to work, that's when we converse. That's when we're like talking, talking, talking. Then when we get home, we're like, what's going on? And then we don't really say that much. (laughs) So that's a, that's my recommendation. That that is a great recommendation. That's my recommendation is like, try to, try to, uh, try to um, transverse like the tough parts of your relationship with your girl through text. Because I say shit all the time. I say stuff that's off the top of my head and then I'll say it and I'll be like, ah, I don't really mean that. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> but if I do it in text, I can look at it and go like, no, but delete. <laughs> All right. Um, check us out on YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube. You bet smart podcast and uh, check us out on Twitter uh, at you bet smart. Also subscribe to this podcast and give us five stars. And what's the other one that that I wanted to do? YouTube, TikTok, uh, TikTok. That's it. (laughs) At you bet smart at TikTok. Um, Check us out, guys, and uh, we will not guarantee that we won't get this drunk on the next podcast. (laughs)